All right. You're doing the intro. No, <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the We Are Bored podcast, episode number three. Today, our movie of the week is going to be Hereditary, chosen by John mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of the first half, there's no big news, so we'll just be going from point to point. We're not going to list it here, but yeah. And this marks a big occasion. You know why, John? Why? This is our third week in a row actually doing it. Three weeks in a row. I know. I'm surprised. Because episode one and two took like four months. <laughs> well, zero and point five. You know, there's some lore there, but whatever. That's only for the true fans. Uh, other than that, anything to add there, John? No, not really. So, one of the big things is we just started online school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that going for you? It's actually pretty... It's pretty easy. Well, right now it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all, we only do like all about me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I thought that would change after like eighth grade, and now we still do it in every class. For my health, you had to upload a video talking about mm-hmm. like stuff about, about yourself, and I hated having to listen to my own voice because she played the video for everyone. Yeah. Do you want to see mine? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see it. <laughs> Wait, shoot. Five team Wait, who recorded that? Me on the tripod. I, I think, like, the zoom-in thing, was that you afterwards, after you Yeah, were, like, I was just, like, I just stood behind it and then did whatever the transition was and then went in front of it, so I would transition. Then I got the, like, clean plate so that I could put myself in there, like, fading. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That was mine. It was probably the most interesting in the class, wasn't it? Some people did, like, animations. Desiree Cosby did, like, an animated one, and I'm, that was probably the coolest. I didn't know, I still didn't know if she was still around, you know? Mine was literally just everyone doing their PowerPoints. Oh, yeah, he said he said he wouldn't like to do PowerPoints, and if we did, we'd have to, like, unmute ourselves and do it, like, live. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just do a video. Uh, and then this one kid, he didn't know, he, <clears throat> he didn't know the video... <laughs> was uh, supposed to be about himself he just did something that he does so he played guitar <laughs> oh wow that's pretty boring yeah a lot of them were just like tiktoks and they were like um three things i like to do and i was like really boring mm-hmm. and then mitchell's mitchell's was a clip a clip of hockey it just like recorded the hockey clip not himself and talked over it we, we, we need to talk about mitchell after this podcast Oh, what? Did I don't you know. see all the stuff that happened? No. We probably should. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is Mitchell uh, Carlson. Yeah. For yeah. anyone wondering mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to find his name. Um, but yeah, so yeah, school's been going, whatever. And funny enough, me and Andrew, who was in episode 0. 0.5, one of oh, our close friends, we're in a class with his girlfriend together. <laughs> Yeah, you don't you, have I heard, a class. I record. heard you got second place in Kahoot, you nerd. Yeah, I, I heard you got second place. Bro, I'm simping for this teacher. I, I told I told Molly you should have put in the chat you fucking nerd, Jack. 
That would have been weird because we never talked. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still. Yeah. I heard that's the only... She told me that's the only class she likes and meets herself. Yeah, same. Well, because, like, this guy's, like, really, like... Well, he's history. So mm-hmm. you can tell who, what type of teacher he is. And he's, like... He's very Mr. Hudson type. And I miss Mr. Hudson. So that was my sixth grade social studies teacher. Oh, so wait. Let me say something. So my, my, US, my U.S. history teacher, right? We were, ta- we were discussing something. And like he's like, you can feel free to talk in the chat or just unmute and talk. And I typed in the chat my answer, and some other people did as well. And he didn't see the chat because he had it closed. And he's he was sitting there for two minutes waiting for someone to talk. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's okay, guys, we can wait, we can wait. And then I I was the one who had to unmute themselves and say people typed in the chat. Me. Kind of it's not that hard. You do no, but it's me. Do you understand? <laughs> me. I unmuted myself. He's socially awkward. Yeah. Remember, I they don't know anything about you yet. We have to build our characters. Um. Other than that, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> I guess uh, never mind. I'm not gonna say this on the podcast because you guys wouldn't understand. But yeah. I'll, I'll talk about it later. It's just, okay. it's nothing bad. It's just like something that was kind of funny, but it wouldn't be funny to you guys. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So that's kind of what's going on and personally. Oh, I'm, well, this part I don't care about talking on the podcast, but our school, for some reason, I think it's probably a lot of the freshmen, because the incoming freshmen, because a lot of the incoming freshmen follow the account. It's uh, someone from our school started a drama account. Mm-hmm. Like a Trump 2020 exposing, right? Not, no, not that one. There's, there's one. Another one? Yeah. Bro, I-, I hate anyone younger than me. And I think a lot of people hate our grade, too, but I think we have the most permission to yeah to hate these people because we've had to like be with them this whole time they suck the biggest balls ever the men and the women i honestly think our grade's the most normal in our high school probably yeah well i mean definitely more normal than the sophomores but other than that in terms of personally you want to bring up the batman thing all right sure so the batman has stopped filming in london it started and then it got canceled because a crew member got tested positive for COVID, and so did Robert Pattinson. Yeah, which I'm not too worried about. I don't know if people are, but like, the guy's like 28 or whatever, so it's like I think I'll be fine. And he's in in good shape and all that. I wouldn't think he has anything underlying that would harm him. So, yeah, I'm not too worried. It's just like. Hopefully it doesn't delay it. Mm-hmm. It's just like a what if as well. Yeah, because he looks like he's a really good Batman. But mm-hmm. if you're wondering my thoughts on the movie, it's in last week's episode. The first, like, 45 minutes. Go check it out, you know. Really great over there. So That was a nice segue. Thank you. That wasn't a segue. That was a plug. <laughs> but yeah, check it out there. Um, and yeah, but... And it seems like it's going to be very, like, long Halloween-ish. That's what I guess they've said. And mm-hmm. so it coming out around October next year is pretty important. And this is not even... I mean, but, I mean, like, shooting a movie doesn't take like, that long. Even if it's 25% done. There's something else we can talk about, actually. Mandalorian Season 2. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I was talking about that with my U.S. history teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no yeah, trailer is supposed to be coming out soon. I know it is really weird. October thirtieth. What is it? Early September? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like 
two months away. I don't know if it's still coming out, but Halloween Kills is supposed to be coming out October. Yeah. And there's no trailer for it. There's nothing. We know nothing. I'm not too excited about Halloween 2 just because I'm curious about where they're going to go. But, like, curious in kind of a not excited way. I wonder if he's just going to kill everybody. Well, I hope it's him, but they teased that that girl would become him. And I'm not sexist, but he's a guy. <laughs> a killer, I mean, it's... He's always it, been a guy? Killers are more menacing when they're guys. Take that how you will, but I just think that he should... Mike, Michael Myers should be Michael Myers. So, yeah. Uh, but in terms of Mandalorian, it's going to be interesting to see how they do, like, Ahsoka and all that. There's another thing we can talk about. Go the, ahead. The haunting. Uh, oh, the haunting yes, 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 yes. We may have to do an episode on this. With yeah, Andrew. yeah. That would be a good one to bring Andrew on for. So me and Andrew and John. I don't know why I said Andrew before John, <laughs> but we were. I'm sorry. We were on a on a. We we decided to watch Haunting on Hill House. Uh, that's it, right? Haunting on, of Hill House. Yeah. Of of my bad. Um, of Hill House. Uh like whatever a month ago something like that and man that was so much fun it was so good too yeah it was really good and surprisingly like we were able to it was so good that even though we were like goofing around a lot we were still like hooked we would be like silent during all the tense scenes because they were actually tense it wasn't just like saying it man um, there, there were parts where I thought you guys like disconnected or something because yeah, you didn't talk for so long. Same. And like there was a night that Andrew was having a problem, and I thought, wait, did Andrew disconnect again? Yeah, because he did a couple times. Yeah, but it wasn't not, wasn't this time. But yeah, uh, and then like about halfway through, I like went on a vacation for a week and a half. Oh no, it was like the final two episodes. Mm-hmm. That actually kind of made it better because yeah. it was like a for scene. like two weeks since I was gone. You know, we were like, we'll just wait, or they will. They were like that. So then. Yeah, it like built it up a lot. Point is, we were really big fans of Haunting of Hill House, and so it's very exciting. And there's Haunting of Bly House. Bly House. And though I am curious what they're going to do with it, because a huge part of that was like not knowing how it worked. I mean, at least I didn't know at all that like it's like a a linear or non-linear time stream, like that they existed all at once. So like it was really cool to like for that stuff to come back. And, like, with all the people in the background, I knew that that happened as much. So, like, a lot of the surprises, I'm curious to see if those will mm. be the same. I wonder if they're going to up the horror, though. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But, like, well, I, actually, this is really good to talk about, like, when we to get to the movie. But, like, I wouldn't want it to be horror in terms of, like, 80s horror, where it's just a bunch of blood and, like, jump scares. Mm-hmm. But, like... Yeah, I, I, I think I really like the way they did horror because it's more horrifying than mm-hmm. a horror movie. They, they, like Haunting of Hill House had a lot of tense moments yeah. and like they built stuff up perfectly so that mm-hmm. if something didn't even happen, you were still just scared. Yeah, just like a certain line, like they just, they dropped the right amount of information mm-hmm. to be scared like when they wanted you to be. And then they did, they did a perfect job with storytelling, I think, and like feeling and horror inside of that as well yeah with arcs and everything so Mm -hmm. point is yeah we're excited for season two i guess or like i guess it's like a anthology like american horror story Mm -hmm. where like the people come back but they're different i don't know we'll see and didn't he do something else the director i have no clue i don't even know his name so yeah well he was really good and yeah he was man i'm just really excited and i hope that I don't know. I hope a big part of it was like the surprises. So I hope that they have something new 
or like does it e- does it exist in the same world or like is it something else? Do you think it, it can't be the same world because the the actors are coming back and oh, they're completely right. different? So right. yeah, yeah. Well, still, it could be the same world. You never know. I it, just I wonder if it's gonna be like the family's haunted or it's like the house is more haunted in this one. Yeah, because it was the family really. Mm-hmm. Or well, it was kind of more like the, the house, house affected was, the, yeah, the like, family. Like grasp gone. You see that a lot. Like people like move house to house, like in a uh, Conjuring, right? Don't they like mm-hmm. move? Or it's just, it's some movie in that universe where they keep on moving, but like they still keep on getting haunted just because like the ghost attaches themselves. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, oh yeah. So I I watched like an. Actually, do you just want to talk about the movie? Because I think this is, like, a perfect... Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. So, Hereditary. Do you want to guess the budget? No, I don't even want to guess. guess it. We'll do it. I don't know the budget. That's what I'm saying. This time. Um, it, it's spelled weird. It isn't spelled like the actual word. Oh, it's 10 million? All right, so... Aria Star, Aster, he made uh, four, he's only made four movies. He made a movie in 2011, 2013, then didn't make a movie till this, 2018. So that's interesting. Um, I, just, I just thought that was interesting. He like took like a pretty long break, um, made a pretty good movie. I guess maybe he was just working on this. And then made that Midsummer, Midsummer. You heard mm-hmm. about that last year. I guess it's like really creepy if it's anything like this. Um... Stars Tony Shalette, Millie Shapiro, Shapiro. Is that Ben Shapiro's daughter? No, I'm kidding. Uh, Alex Wolf and some other names. Yeah, I mean, that's the information on it. All right. Okay, wait, what do you want to start talking about first? Cause there's... Well, I was going to say, I think the thing this movie does so well, and I actually pretty much just said it about Haunting of Hill House, is... It's more horrifying than a horror movie because it drops, like, the right amount of information in the first, like, 15 minutes where any scene, line, moment, visual can spark something that keeps it tense. And you're, it's almost, like, tense the whole way through. It really never lets up. Mm-hmm. And I think it does that really well. I like how you kind of keep on guessing throughout the movie as yeah, well. Yeah, Because, like, like, movies like uh, Halloween, like, the newer one, let's just say, they're fun, right? But they are not as scary as this movie. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Like, this one actually scares you. And, yeah, stuff like Halloween is just kind of more like, oh my gosh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got a shock factor to it. Yeah, I guess. And this one, it does sometimes, but it actually, does it even have, like, one jump scare? I don't even know if it has a jump scare. Probably, it probably definitely has one. You want to know something? I, this was not a good idea. I watched this with my mom. Not a good idea. I don't. Watch, I don't. I don't like to watch horror movies with like my family. Cause wait, what was your what was bad about it for you? What the mom does in the end, where she's on the wall. Oh, oh, oh the whole ending for you. Spoilers, mm-hmm. by the way. Just our all our podcasts. Well, this, yeah, this podcast is spoilers. Yeah, all our podcasts about when we talk about the movie is gonna have spoilers. But I guess we'll right. warn you anyway. Should but. we start from like the beginning of the movie and go towards the end? We could. Okay, so uh, at the very beginning of the movie, they are going to their... It's a, it's a family of four, and their grandmother lived with them, and the grandmother just died. 
So they're all going to the funeral, and I, f- I thought it was really cool how they did, like, a little nod towards... At the end, there's, like, a big cult, mm-hmm. and they did a little nod like, towards I the guy. I don't know any of you. Yeah, yeah, and the guy smiling at the little girl, because... And then she does... She it has it as well. She she yeah. has it, because you see the blue things that yeah. the boy had, the, the teenager has later on. That's, like, the devil. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, his signal or whatever. Which, <laughs> I just want to mention, for some reason, did that not look like a 1980s, like, effect? Oh yeah, just like it looks really eighties to me, like Ghostbusters type thing. I don't know. I, I probably just didn't know how to show like what. what no, no, I think it looked good. I just think like the first time it came up, it was kind of weird mm-hmm. because there isn't much like many effects in this movie. So. And then, uh, so then after that, what do you? Nothing really happens after that besides they go home. Well, yeah, I there's like the setup, mm-hmm. Act One stuff, but it does it really well. Like, there's not that much dialogue in this movie. I'd like to know how many like, actual lines there are because this movie does something so well which is just visual storytelling the way it sets up each character without much dialogue at all because they're also like isolated they don't talk to each other they don't talk to other kids it's like how do you set up characters when you can't really show them through talking i don't know but they did it so oh and then the mom uh, i don't know if this is her job or anything because they don't actually specify but i would assume it is she builds little miniature like clay sets out of things yeah well that that is her job because we see it multiple times they're like one deadline, six months, you know, so, keep working. So I, I just wanted to clear that, clarify that before we go on to later. Yeah, and that's really good symbolism too, because it's like they're almost being like controlled. Mm-hmm. So like she kind of it's can like it's the, their own house, like it's literally as like metaphoric as you can be, literal. Um, and then you see little clips with the daughter acting a little strange. She she walks into the woods. She thinks she sees someone. She like. It was kind of imaginary, and then uh, yeah, her mom but, gets her. Because, well, I thought originally she was seeing her grandma. That's what I thought, too. But they're all old in that cult, so, like, it could be any of them, it really... I don't know. I don't know if it is a person. It doesn't really matter, I guess. It's just to show that she mm-hmm. is kind of more connected to this. And then uh, she cuts the bird's head off as well. There's a And she's in school. There's a scene where the bird just flies out the window, and the kids are like, what is that? What was that? And she just, like stares at it yeah and then she, and she was like crying off. and she had a tear going down and i was like does she care or like what's going on here but then i don't know how that i couldn't tell if she was just like crying of like stress because the teacher was on her back well because she was doing whatever the hell she was doing making was a toy making toy, yeah so i couldn't tell if it was that or like what but then she goes to chop off the bird's head is there anything really in between that and the party um no just more like set up and character relationships and stuff so then the teenager well they're they're both teenagers but the older one decide the older boy decides to go to a party and he tells his mom they won't be drinking it's gonna it's more like a barbecue thing and this this is where the mom really messes up she says to bring the daughter yeah what what was weird about that though is she obviously knows that he does this stuff it is so so obvious. obvious and like why like he okay first he could have just left you know like i get that he was like in a bar with the car and stuff but i don't know seems like someone who does that wouldn't be so like <laughs> i don't know but and then also she was like why didn't he just say like it's for like you know juniors or seniors like just say it's for his class and his friends well i think she i think she kind of knew that and she just wanted i don't know why she wanted the daughter to go but the daughter didn't even want to yeah. go and she told the daughter to go well i guess we can assume that like this has happened before, and she's just, like, kind of, like, making sure. 
and uh-huh. he or he doesn't want to fight it back because he know how he knows how it's gonna go. Like, no, you have to take her. It becomes a fight. He doesn't go, so he just is like, okay, fine, I'll take her. And then also, my mom said, my mom, when we were watching this, she said. That is so irresponsible. You're at a party with your friends. You're not going to be watching your little sister. Yeah, yeah. It's horrible parenting. Probably best... Well, actually, that's probably good to watch with your mom because she has a better perspective than mm-hmm. even my mom because I'm an only child. So, yeah. That isn't too smart. Like, you can get where she's coming from, but not a good idea. And then, so when they're at the party, uh, the older the older son wants to go with his friend off with his friends. So he tells the younger daughter to go eat a piece of cake and stuff by the way she's allergic to peanuts and she doesn't know if there's peanuts or anything in this cake she eats it you see which is really well set up just like a little like Mm -hmm. is that a peanuts they walk away like you know that then they must have Mm -hmm. yeah like what jack is talking about is early in the funeral she was eating a candy bar and the parents asked if she had peanuts and it was like a random little thing but it comes back later on yeah and well it's actually it's really like deliberate because like right when they pull up to the party the first shot like when they're like get out of the car, it's some guy chopping peanuts. I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty on the nose. But what cake has peanuts? And what party has cake? I have no clue. <laughs> or not like it's not like a birthday party. It's a, a party where everyone's drinking. You're not gonna be making a cake. Who's making the cake? You get drunk, you forget about the oven, and then your house lights on fire. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't expect a bunch of high high schoolers to make a cake during a party. Mm-hmm. But then, so the daughter has a allergic reaction to the peanuts, and she goes into the room where the brother is in, and he's smoking weed. And she says, I feel like my, I can't breathe. My, my throat is getting bigger. And so he takes her, he picks her up, brings her into the car, which I thought he should have called the paramedics. Yeah, but they wouldn't have probably gotten there any faster than he could have. I mean, maybe their cars go faster, but he's going like 90. Mm-hmm. And plus, he's going on back roads, they're dirt. He's not really going to run into, run into anyone, so, like, getting ahead of traffic isn't a problem. And just plus, like, stress. I, I don't know if he was just like, oh, my God, my parents are going to kill me. Mm-hmm. And also, though, if he runs, I thought, well, this is what I was thinking as well, though. But if he runs into the hospital with her in his arms, they're not going to be prepared for her. If, they're, if they have an emergency, if they have an ambulance coming, they know exactly what the what is wrong with the girl. They can have the EpiPen ready. True, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true, because they would have gotten there, gotten the EpiPen, but... There would have been that, like, five minutes in the hospital that they had to, like, get everything because they probably don't have it on... No, peanut allergies are so common, you don't know that they don't have, like, an EpiPen ready. Mm-hmm. So, there's that, but... But then he, he's driving, he's, he's speeding because he needs to get her to the hospital. She decides to open the window to, like, try to get air from out the window because she can't breathe because of the allergy. And then he sees a deer in the road, so he swerves to the right... And then this is the part where it's it's actually really sad. Uh, since he swerved to the right, there's a pole that was like close to him, and it only like skims the thing. And since the girl's head was out the window, it chops her head off completely. And the guy, the kid, the older kid stops, and then so he just the the older boy just stops the car. He's like slightly looking up at the thing. He doesn't even want to look up. He can't. He doesn't know what to yeah, do. Yeah, he can't like he can't like look in the back seat. And I felt so bad for him there. Yeah, because, but I, he really didn't handle that well, did he? If he just walked in, because, I mean, it's not unreasonable for a regular party to maybe have cake. So maybe that would have actually helped, you know? Like, she had cake with, like, with peanut in it, and then there was a deer on the road. Because, like, I get that it would probably be hard to say what just happened, 
but it's better than leaving her dead body in the car and going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, which... He was in shock, though. I guess. Well, nah. That wasn't really shock. And even if it was, that would have probably worn off on the way home. Uh, and then there's there's one more thing I wanted to talk about before. So when the setup is happening, when the grandma already died, she's talk- the mom's talking to the daughter, and she's like, you know you were grandma's favorite, right? And uh, the little girl's like, she was disappointed I wasn't a boy. Yeah, why did she, like, like, okay, so the spirit wants to have a male, like, mm-hmm. okay, so the mom, like, keeps her away from the son. Does she purposely let the grandma have the daughter just because she wants, like, but why, why would the grandma want the daughter if she knows that this uh, spirit yeah, wants, it just doesn't make much the sense. The one thing I didn't know is why didn't it go into the, the other son? Maybe, I don't know why it didn't go into the other son first. Well, because I think she, like, you know, did her stuff to make it go into her. But it just, I, I guess if she, she just needed someone to latch onto. So she was like, okay, fine, we'll just settle with the daughter for now and then later down the line. And that's why I think she gave the peanut allergy. I just looked up, like, how you get peanut allergies. And I thought I heard somewhere that you get allergies because you're too much exposed. Like, if you're lactose intolerant, you ate too much, like, lactose as a kid or whatever. So I thought that... So, like, I don't know if this is true for sure, but I think you get allergies from being too overexposed to something as a kid, and which is why I believe that the grandma or whoever probably gave the daughter the peanut allergy. Then they set up the deer, because you see the little symbol on the post. So I think that was all planned. Mm-hmm. To get Do, doesn't, I don't know exactly how. Like, that, that's really good timing for them, I guess. And I'll, I'll explain. You want to know why I think it didn't go into the sun? Remember the scene with the mom? So there's a scene where the mom's dreaming and she's yelling at the son. And do you remember what she says? She's, she she talks about his birth, how she didn't want him. Yeah. I think he was he was an accident, and so since he was an accident, the grandma couldn't like do her evil witch magic thing to get the the thing to go into him while she, he was in child, like when he was in the mom still. Could be. I was thinking that like okay, the only like likable character is the dad. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that, but they, like the dad has no clue what's going on at all, and like I was just thinking, uh, wait, this is still recording. All right, cool. Um, I was just thinking, like, did the dad just like really want a kid or kids, and then she, the wife didn't know how to tell her him no, and then he did like because she seems like she's definitely reasonable before all this because mm-hmm. we jump in at a death of her mother, which. Like she said, she may have not like liked her that much, but she still loved her. And then also all these weird events. So we don't really know. Like we can tell that the daughter was always weird. But mm-hmm. the mom, she seemed like she was a perfectly normal, reasonable, you know, woman. So like maybe it was just hard for her to say, <laughs> shut up, boy. Just to say no and like, or get a vasectomy or whatever it is for a girl. And then, uh, yeah. that And I think so he uh, impregnated her and then <laughs> and but why wouldn't you just abort straight up and then this was something that i literally just thought about now so later so the the grandma's uh grave is desecrated meaning that they dug up the body mm-hmm. and the body's gone and grave robber and way later on in the movie you see the grandma's bodies in their attic with mm-hmm. the head chopped off which had being chopped off as a recurring theme in this movie and the grandma's door was also opened earlier in the movie which mm-hmm. I just uh, realized that around the same time he gets the call too, right? Yeah. And the the triangle on yeah. the floor, 
Yeah. Which was the only, which was like one of the also the ways I linked Joanne to the grandmother. Yeah. So you're saying that it was probably a cult. This. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. probably like all planned like this. Because I heard somebody like I would like I just like was or like okay so after I watch a movie I do a review on Letterbox and I just went down after I did mine to look at some reviews and I saw someone say that they thought the mom did it like dug up the grave but I'm like that makes no sense but like their one of their things was well how would it get in the house they're not home all the time we and see them all gone from the house multiple times in this movie on top of that just like we don't see every single second of their life in this movie or any movie well so. then also at the end the cult is completely naked running around yeah, the house they're in yeah they're literally like in the house they're in that like tree house which by the way was a pretty sick tree house mm-hmm. but anyway yeah it it doesn't make any sense that it's the mom that's a lot to do sleepwalking she couldn't even kill her kill somebody sleepwalking before how would she do it how would she dig up a grave which six feet under is true you do dig like that far down so how would she dig that far in one night, by the way? You know, you need probably need multiple people, a cult. And uh, how would you, or it, and then how does, how does it get in the house? Well, I don't know. They're not home or they're sleeping or anything. You know, this, these million possibilities. Also like the triangle, we never see any, like any other hint that she does that in her sleep or anything. It's just not like a, like a good movie wouldn't just, <laughs> have her do it but then like not show any signs at all that's why you know that's the cult and then uh joanne was crazy like i yeah i kind of and then i just i realized this right now as well that she was probably setting she knew that communicating with the daughter probably wasn't actually a good thing yeah well because like yeah you get the vibe from we're going we're getting ahead of ourselves i know right okay so though we kind of were at the part where they see the triangle so um, oh, no, we were talking about, yeah, yeah, so, you know, the the daughter's dead, whatever, they find out, and then, oh, the triangle's before that, we didn't mention that, whatever, it's not too important, anyway, and then, uh, it's just like a hint that the, mm-hmm. it, it, it See, really the, the thing is, as we keep going on, I keep thinking back, and I'm like, oh, there was a hint there, there was a hint there, as we keep yeah, going on. which is good, because that means it's probably rewatchable, now, I've only seen it once, but mm-hmm. it's good, those are signs that a movie's rewatchable. Um, and then, so yeah, the daughter dies, then they're dealing with stuff, and then she goes to the therapy again, which we saw earlier, um, and she meets this Joanne figure, who is definitely strange, but, and at this point, we have a, probably enough things going on that we could say this is not right, this woman is, something's off with her, but you don't, you think, oh, that's just somebody in grieving, because, you know, grieving does weird things to people. And in movies and in real life, you may put it past, you know, just to that being somebody in grief. So she comes up, she's like, my son and grandson died, which he's part of a cult where they want the boys. So did she try to kill them? And then I also thought this movie was shot beautifully as well. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of really nice shots. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones... And then some other stuff happens, and then we can get to this part, which is where it gets important, really, really important. So then, after a while, like a scene or two, Joanne sees uh, the the mom again. I forget her name, uh, and that's kind of one example, really well shot. Like the sun is there, and mm-hmm. the f stop, which is how blurry the background is. It's not super blurry, like in a like a big movie, maybe like on the big screen. 
but since the sun's behind them, they're like, they're like the rim of their body is lit up yellow. So I just thought that was really like well done and well shot. And then that leads them back to Joanne's house, where she performs like a. Like, She's a mediator between the dead. Yeah, and yeah. Thing. She's like, I'm a skeptic on all this, like you know, lying and trying to make uh, the mom just take like take it in more. Well, she also said at a meeting that she that some a mediator did this and like that they that she was in shock but you know she's been yeah later on you know she's been doing this for a long time both that and yeah she's like they're a scientist this mediator was doing it to prove to skeptics and scientists that this thing is real yeah it's a lie she she's she pretty probably is like one of the only people that can do this or does do it so uh yeah and then she communicates with what supposedly is her grandson but that's weird because in the context when we find out the truth, it just doesn't make as much sense. Mm-hmm. Like, is it actually her grandson? Uh, and also she, like, I mean, she purposely makes it, like, it's not as bad as it was with the daughter, which makes me wonder, like, is there something more going on there? Or does she just, can she control the spirit better? Like, is it, was it really, because we know it's possible, but was it really happening there? What I was wondering was if, like, the daughter's spirit and, like, the one dude's merged, the ancient dude, yeah. and it was, like, kind of both of them. Yeah, because you could say, yeah, because part of it's, like, the Charlie was mixed with, like, the Satan's whatever, whoever the spirit is, and so, like, is is that why it's more powerful? Charlie is more powerful? Or is it just, like, was that not true? So it is kind of, like, that's up to interpretation. It probably was real, and it's just because it's the devil. That just makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that's pretty big. And then after a while of being like, I'm not going to do this, she does it, which turns out really bad. And But it's also a really good acting when that happens, when they do the ceremony, whatever you want to call it. Really good acting from everyone there. A little bit before that, though, the dinner table... Oh yeah, I loved that scene so yeah. much. Well, that the mom is so good at acting that I almost don't like her. Yeah, I did. I did like, not like her. Her face is very unlikable. No offense, but like, it's the same thing with like some actors in Hollywood too. Like, they play certain characters well because you just don't like their face, or they're untrustworthy or something. And the mom just gives off that vibe, that eerie kind of. Okay, you're insane, but then you're kind of like, but. This isn't, like, totally her fault, what's going on. It's being mm-hmm. put on her. So, right before the, they have dinner, the mom is up in her room doing the little uh, things that she does with the sceneries, with, like, the clay and stuff. And she did one of uh, the son, and then the daughter, and the daughter's head is on the ground. And then the the dad comes in, and he's like, dinner's ready, and he sees it, and he's like, no, no, you're not letting our kids see this. Don't, don't yeah. do this. And... It was a diagram of her death. Yeah, like the and, and she's like, what? This is a completely neutral shot, but you can tell she she blames the sun. Yeah. And then she comes down to have dinner. They're eating. The sun keeps glancing up at her because she just doesn't... She just looks upset. And then he asks, Mom, are you okay? Or anything you want to say? And then she just goes crazy at him. And then it's like a blaming match. And the sun kind of wins. Yeah, I know. The, like, the, how calm... Like, it, like, there's 10 seconds of no wording. And then the sun goes like, what about you, Mom? Do you feel gu- like guilt? Yeah. Like that son that was so sleek though. Mm-hmm. He was like, she just went off on him, and he just like took it, and was like, "What about you?" And then just 
she just her like mind just exploded and then it became like a whole thing and yeah it's that was really well done the acting and this is really really good uh also did you i, I just remembered this did you think that like charlie was going to be the main character yeah i thought she was but then she just like at 40 minutes in so how'd you make like, that noise too um, yeah, so that was kind of surprising. Uh, but yeah, and then the, what happens after the dinner scene, I forgot. We were just talking about it. It was... Oh, the summoning. Yeah. Right, she, she tries to go to sleep and she can't. And then, yeah, so that's pretty crazy. And then I think, oh, and then doesn't she try to burn the book after she realizes it was mm-hmm. pretty dumb? There's one thing I want to talk to you about before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where she she talked about how she would sleepwalk before, and there was this one time where it was her, her kids, and they were all in some I forgot what this she said it was. They were all covered in it. Paint something. thinner. Yeah, yeah, paint thinner. And she had a lit match, and she doesn't know how she got there. And her kids were too scared to say that it was like that it was. They they, they blamed her. They said it wasn't her sleepwalking. And then you see her like having these dreams slash like sleepwalking throughout the movie later on. And she, there's this one where. She's scared, like she scares Charlie, but then you realize it was a dream. Yeah. And then she tells Charlie he was an accident, and that like she tried to have a miscarriage on him. That's not Charlie, John. And not Charlie. <sighs> I don't know the son's name, but yeah, yeah he's like sun. going off on the sun, and uh, yeah, and he like she wanted to have a miscarriage on him, and then the son's like upset because like she pretty the mom tried to pretty much kill him, and then she wakes up. So mm-hmm. well, and yeah, so. It's interesting if we're... Are we supposed to, like, see it? Like, is that what she's thinking about when she, like, sleepwalks? Or, like, when she's sleepwalking? I don't know. It's weird. And then one I thought that was really cool, though, because it was, like, a way to give us information without, like, going, like, saying yeah. stupidly and weirdly. Just, like, forced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it... The best thing you can do in a scene is for it to do multiple things. And so that shows what's going on in her head, reveals information... You know, build like builds on what she's thinking, all that. So, uh, and moves the plot along. So, that's yeah. It does it in a really creative way. And then we move to the part where she tries to burn it after she realizes she should not have opened like the gate to hell. And and here, did this not remind you of like Tom Riddle's diary? <laughs> I like kind of did. It was like like the same like diary. It was like this black and I mean it wasn't a diary, but I don't know. It was really funny. So she throws in the fire. And then it lights on fire, and then she lights on fire. So, I guess magic is real here. It's mm-hmm. not just like straight up cult. And uh, imagine if you just saw someone in the background from the cult with a lighter, like, like, <laughs> yeah, going she, up to her, so like, trying to like <laughs> sneak under her and just like trying to light it. Yeah, that'd be funny. But that did not happen. It's magic. So, magic. And then what happens after that? Uh, well, I just wanted to talk about the one of the dioramas of her son being decapitated on his bed. Oh yeah, yeah, man, yeah. This movie, this movie does, like has a lot of like parallels and echoes. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and then there's that really good is is that dream sequence right here where the son sees like Charlie in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like her head falls, but then it's like a ball, but then like oh yeah, and then this is something I want to talk about. Okay, so when he's getting his head like pulled. Is that actually the mom? I that, that's one thing. They I say know. multiple times it's the mom, but that would be impossible, right? The bed's up against the wall, and the hands are f- coming from like the uh, headboard. So how would it ha- like? How is that possible if it's the mom? Uh, what I was wondering towards the end was the was the Colt living here the entire time? 
Yeah, like um, in the boy, like do they have like secret passages in the house or something? Unless they were just like living in the woods, did ceremonies there and stuff like that, and oh. would go into the house oh, when yeah. they needed to. Yeah, because or do they they have no well because well, Joanne seems to have like a normal life above mm-hmm. this, so I'm assuming they all do, or they're so devout, or they're like two hundred years old each, or something. Because who knows, this this movie is. It both explains a lot, but it also leaves a lot of questions if you can't tell yet by how many questions we really have. I think it's the right amount of ambiguous. You don't get that much. Something else I thought was really cool. At the very beginning, the mom is rummaging through the, the grandma's old stuff and goes through a box with a bunch of books in it. And she like picks up a book, then puts it away mm-hmm. and then reads it. If she would have read those books, I know. everything would have been fine. Yeah, she would have been like, she would have seen Joanne and been like, um what the hell? and then just like drove away or something but would that have helped who knows but that's like something like so the cult's controlling this all but this hinges a lot on them coincidences and making like mistakes because mm-hmm. there's like multiple times where like what if he swerved the other way charlie wouldn't have died mm-hmm. so it was just like a bunch of like coincidences and that's probably that's one of my biggest problems with the movie. It's overall really good, but again, we'll we'll, we'll get to that when we're done going through it. So, uh, and then well, then we just see visions in like the school and like everything's ramping up. We see a lot more with the son after that about like you know he see like uh, or his like when he like slams his head. I, I want to talk about or that. when he's coughing, all that. Like the, the the actor who plays him said he would do it on a real desk. He didn't. They didn't do it. But like, uh, he would have. they did so many takes of it, and I think he like actually started slamming his face on it as well. I, mean, I I would have thought that how they would have done it would have been like just a foam table or foam on top or something where, when he slams his head, he just like goes into like a pad. Mm-hmm. I I don't I think it was like, it was it wasn't like an actual hard dust, but I think it was like something a little bit. It was like it was still hard. Yeah, yeah. But I think he like actually slammed it and did it for so many takes. And yeah, then, and then. Um, oh yeah, and then he has like those coughing problems, which I I guess that's like Charlie inside of him, or like well, the devil. And then towards the end, he starts doing that one noise as well that Charlie oh, always yeah. did. That's why, yeah, probably he's like, because he starts coughing when they do the ritual. And then Charlie, you and can then, tell had this since birth because, and I assume it's the grandma that put it inside yeah. of her. Yeah, because so yeah, so after like Charlie dies and the mom opens like the gateway, like glimpses of Charlie come in. So she was dying of like. That her throat closing and then the sun slowly has like is coughing more and more mm-hmm. and then that evolves into the like clicking thing there, and there was this one part where he said i feel like my throat's big i can't breathe yeah yeah so i guess we can assume that it was uh yeah she was like i don't know it's like it, like is she because when you're the host does that pretty much make like the the devil or whatever this guy thing is like have her weaknesses because that'd be like why would you already want like your god to have so many problems Mm -hmm. weird person to put it in and it's also like with the son having schizophrenia it wasn't schizophrenia it was actually like people inside of him Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then he killed himself so that foiled their plan creepy lady and then well after i think this is right after he gets home with a broken nose he's laying in bed and then the mom goes to the dad, tries to explain everything that's happening to him. The dad's like, just, he doesn't believe it. He And then 
Oh, wait, we need to talk. Oh, yeah. A little bit before this, the mom goes into the attic. I'm pretty sure it's parallel with when he's, like, breaking his nose. Mm -hmm. It happens either right before, during, or after. I can't remember. The, The mom goes into the attic. She finds the grandmother, the grandmother's body in there decapitated mm-hmm. and then there's uh, a candle right in front of it and the symbol on the wall yeah that was she had that, that, that on was, the necklace on mm-hmm. the pole we've seen it multiple times mm-hmm. and then that's when she goes down and like looks at the book again and it all clicks mm-hmm. oh yeah and when we see joanne when we see inside of the her room it's, when, it's yeah. like yeah she has like his eyes punched out and the son's eyes punched out and like a picture of him on the table with the candles that we see like a glass so you can tell that she's like trying to transfer i don't know i what probably happened is in joanne's from joanne's perspective she tells you know tells uh the mom to do this she opens the gateway for her because she says that it can only be someone within the family she says the whole family has to be there uh so I guess it counts if they're in the house. So she does it. She opens the gateway for Joanne, and then that allows Joanne to communicate because since she wasn't related to Charlie, she couldn't open the gateway, but they, oh, the gateway was open for her, so she was allowed to like try to put the devil mm-hmm. inside of the sun. That makes sense. Now, And then uh, the dad gets home later. He She goes and shows the dad that the mom is up there and then the dad thinks it was the mom who did it and he didn't mention anything about so the mom has no clue that the mom's grave was desecrated he tried to keep it because yeah. he, didn't, he didn't want to stress the mom out and then um he's like he's like you did this didn't like you? his stress is like building this whole movie like he's being stretched thin and like reasonably too this man he's just like a normal guy mm-hmm. he's like so innocent and like ignorant to all of this and then he sees his son like going crazy, his wife going crazy. Yeah, and then uh, so then she is like begging and like crying and just like so distraught. It's almost like you would never want to see someone you love that way. And she's like, "Burn the diary." So he finally is like, "Okay," but then he doesn't do it. And, and then yeah, she wanted she wanted him to do it though because it, it would kill her. She thought, and yeah. then it would save the son though. Yeah, which I guess is kind of weird. I th- I guess I understood that, but I thought that, like, she thought that when she put it in, whoever puts it in, like, lights on fire. So I thought that she wanted to kill him, pretty much. Like, she got so crazy that she was like, I'll sacrifice him for my son. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. I don't know if I, don't know if I missed a line. Did I? Well, she, she's crying. She's like, she's like, I love you. I'm going to miss you. Oh, yeah. Like that. Yeah, see, I took that the other way. I took mm-hmm. that as, she's I, I, like I, saying, I'm so sorry. I miss, I'm going to miss you. Now that you say that, I could see it going both ways yeah. as well, actually. Because yeah, I just took it as, she was like, because we saw like the son being mad at her and she was just like, so like hurt over it. So I thought that she was like, well, I want my son more than I want my husband. So I'm going to have him like light himself on fire. Because, I don't know, I guess if I was in that situation, that's probably why I think of it this way. If I threw it in and I lit on fire, I'd be like, whoever throws it in, lights on fire. Not whoever throws it in, I light on fire. Well, what I thought she thought was uh, that since she opened the gate to the other, like, to, to like, the family, mm-hmm. right? That she had to be the one, like, if she throws, if she tries to close it, she dies. Yeah, I guess I could see that, but... The reason I didn't think that, I guess, is because she didn't have, like, all the information yet. She knew something about Gates, but she was so, like, when Joanne was explaining it, she was so, like, not listening and being like, this can't be real, what's going on, this can't be real, that it went over her head, and, like, 
she didn't really, you know, know the specifics like these other guys probably do, and her mom probably did. So that's just what I thought. It's mm-hmm. subjective because you never really, you don't get a con- concrete piece of dialogue. And she just, like, chucks it in, and then he lights on fire. And that's the iconic shot. I knew that one shot from the movie where she, like, is, like, staring, you know, and she's like, uh. You, did yeah, you know yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. That's, like, the one thing I knew. So I was just waiting for that to happen the whole movie. Well, you, so, yeah, the dad, the dad dies, and then she, she gets, the demon or whatever get, possesses her. Oh, yeah, you know what I was thinking, actually? I was like, does he, when he's on fire, does he think, is he just, like, in so much pain he can't think? Or is he thinking, like, oh, my gosh, she was right, and then he dies? I wonder if he's like, fuck you. Because we don't know, like, what you, I mean, we don't, we're not dead. We don't know what you, mm-hmm. if you're dying, like, what, can you even think? So, like, was he, like, oh, she was right, or is, she, is he, like, oh, my God, she killed me, or is he, like, ow? That's one thing I wondered if I was like falling from something like let's say I went I think when you're falling like what what are you thinking when you're like let's say you fall from a building what are you thinking when you're falling well if you're thinking you want to think you're going to think something specific but if you just like jump who knows your mind could go blank or you could think Mm -hmm. your family I bet it would be your family if you weren't trying to think of anything it would just come to your head and you'd die or if you don't have anyone that you really like you know care about nothing or if you go you step up and you're like what am i going to be thinking and then you do it and then you probably think of no, like, what I'm am i going to be thinking it, it completely happens like accidentally you fall out you probably oh and then like i'm like i wonder how long does that feel to somebody does it feel like it's going in slow motion or just go super fast if it was an accident i think it'd go fast because if it's an accident you don't know you're about to fall so you just feel this like all your g's go and then you're like what's going on and then like right before you hit it that's probably when, like, maybe it slows down, but I don't know, because that's not really... I don't know. That doesn't make much sense. Though, when you're dreaming, they say that, like, you could be having a dream. It could feel, like, two hours, and then there would, it's only, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. So, I guess the brain can slow things down, like, like almost a form of time travel. So, like, maybe, but I don't know. I always thought that, too. Like, when, but... Because I guess that's different when you're... Like, than a gunshot, because then you probably know what's going on, and you're, like thinking like what what should i say what should i do right now but like when you light on fire like that uh, who knows what he was thinking or if he could think at all because you're in so much pain i would not want to be lit on fire to die or drown those are big two or well we would like to get hit by a train train gun to the head though that's kind of risky because if you miss yeah there's there's some people who i wouldn't i wouldn't put it in my mouth because Mm -hmm. that's too risky but here that's temple temple shot and then I don't know, maybe falling would be kind of fun. Like skydiving, but like, you know, you don't come back. Mm-hmm. There's no round two. So yeah. Back to the movie. Then the sun, or where does she go? Does she like leave after? The- I think she just is in the house. I, I don't know what she's doing. I think she's just in the house. But- was she the one in the corner? Up in like the corner? Mm-hmm. Is that her? That was oh, her. okay. Yeah. Because I thought that was Charlie when I, when I was out of focus. Mm-hmm. And then I never really, I was just like so hooked on him. That I never really realized who that was. So, yeah. Okay, so it was the mom in the corner. So then she, like, chases him, and then he runs. <laughs> he goes into his... He goes into the attic, and then that's when he sees the dead body. Now, with, like, 20 more candles around her, and then you start to... Then it gets weird. First off, the flies were annoying. Well, can I, can I say one thing really quickly? Yeah. One thing that I thought was... Was that uh, 
he he was seeing like oh not the not he that the candles were there because I think Joanne was the first one to place yeah. one. Then I think like the all the other candles were representing yeah. that the entire cult's here now. Probably. And then the flies were annoying. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I went like that once. Wait, do, doesn't doesn't he go downstairs once before? Does it, and then he goes in the attic. Then he jumps. Isn't that what happens? No, he gets chased up the stairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, I said. Yeah. He goes downstairs. He sees his dad's body. He sees the rain. He starts to cry. And there, then the mom. There's thing I want to talk about down there. All right. In the background, in a closet, there's somebody standing yeah. and they're naked. I got very haunting of Hill House vibes. I know. Except I a like, little less scary because they were naked. I know. I didn't know that choice, if that choice was necessarily the best route to go. I think it would be so cool, though, if, like, throughout the movie there was, like, things like that in the background and you just didn't it's see It's so them. hard to watch horror movies after watching Haunting of Hill House. I know. That should be, like, so the last good. thing you watch because, like, ever. Because <laughs> nothing, like, compares in terms of horror. Because now that's all I expect is, like... Put something in the background. And, then, and I like when they don't focus on it. Because, like, in It 2, in the trailer, when that grandma is, like, there, like, walks by, I was like, oh, that's good. Because you may not necessarily notice that. So it's, like, good. It's subtle. Subtle is good. And then in the movie, there's, like, that sound effect. And I'm like, oh. They made it, like, they pointed it out. And it's just, like, Haunting of Hill House chose, okay, we're going to spend this money. We're going to put these people behind here. But it's up to you to see them. And then, uh, so... When me, Jack, and Andrew watch uh, movies or TV shows, we all list people that we are. So I was L, you were Luke, Luke. and then Andrew, Andrew was, was the dad. dad. <laughs> and the funny thing is, uh, haunt, the haunting of Bly House. As we, far as we know right now, yeah, we're coming back. Only us three. Like all the other characters aren't, aren't there. So at least from the trailer. Yeah, as far as we know right now, yeah, the only three characters we chose to be are coming back. So yeah, he runs upstairs and the whole cult, and then um. And then you see, like, all the naked people. And I mm-hmm. paused, because I was like, are they naked? Are those really going to be, like, 70-year-olds butt naked? But they have, like, these, like, skin-tight tan suits on. They did? Yeah, yeah. Th- for a second, I thought I saw a dick. No, no, no. When they were bowing down, I thought I saw a dick. They're so tight that I think that mm-hmm. it, may, it may be, but it's, like, not, like, the actual skin. Though, because it is so skin-tight that you do see titties, but grandma, so it's not good. Eh, titty's a titty. All right, John. Make sure you put that one <laughs> on TikTok. By the way, check out our TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You can find these podcasts and small clips all there. You like nice, that? Nice one. That was nice one. Um, so, yeah. And then... Oh, okay. And then one thing I want to say is when, like, he, like, looks up and I'm like, they better not, like, just do a horror trope where it's, like, a big monster. Because mm-hmm. I thought he was, like, looking up at, like, a big monster. But I was like, oh, I thank God when I was, like... And then it was the daughter's head uh, with the crown. Oh, no, I'm talking about still in the attic. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he was like, and then I'm like, oh, no. But that was good. It was just like the mom. But, well, I mean, not good. And she cuts off her head. When he's in the, when he's in the attic, right, mm-hmm. there's there's a window, so he just decides to jump, run and jump out of it. Honestly, I think I would have done the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, think, well, I was thinking, I was kind of hoping he's dead for his sake. Because if I was him, I would have hoped I would have died from but the But then fall. you see something go in him, remember? There's yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, yeah. So, but I thought maybe, I don't know, if you're the devil and you're trying to find a host and that's like your last chance, you're going to be grabbing for that, or like whatever you want to call it, grasping. Grasping for that chance. The one thing that I thought was weird, though, is so he jumps out the window, he's on the ground. I assume he was probably about to die, right? But then you see a white little light go down into him. I'm surprised they chose a white light. I thought it would be something darker. Well, it was like blue, and then it went to white. Mm-hmm. But that's what, 
Well, because to me, that was, like, it, it's a good light, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. I just always thought spirits... If, like, if a spirit... Spirit's a spirit. Bad or good, it's gonna... If it's gonna be, like, showing itself, I don't know how different... If it can, like, cu- color customize what bulb it wants to be. So, I don't know. I guess, I guess in terms of filmmaking, you want to do mm-hmm. what... Though, in, like, Star Wars, you know, like, uh, the green lasers are the bad guys and the red are good... So, I don't know. Subverting the tr- what the tropes are, I guess, isn't too too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he stands up and then he sees people in the woods and goes up to the treehouse and yeah, all those people staring at him. I was like, Wait, why is he going to the treehouse? Then I'm like, oh, he's possessed. Yeah. So he like walks to the treehouse and he sees like a, a mannequin who, by the way, is moving her hand. It's a mannequin you'd see in a store, and he's like moving her hand, and then it's yeah the um. Charlie's face on it with a crown so they're like all on their knees worshipping her and then he like stands and just like stares at the wall but it's like the camera so he's like staring at the camera and he's like and they put the crown on him I, I really liked how he was how um the the mom and the daughter were and uh, not the mom and the daughter the mom and the grandma were there with her just heads off yeah bowing. yeah they just were like yeah heads off and she was like all hail whatever the name is and I thought the uh, end was too long. Just like the last shot. Because mm-hmm. he stares at the camera for like 35 seconds and there's nothing going on. I thought, I thought he was a little bit confused because he's from like a long, long time ago. So yeah. he's like in this, he just comes into this world and he just sees all this stuff happening. I guess. Though he probably has a hand in it, maybe. Because like, again, this has nothing to do with the plot. So there's it's completely reasonable they wouldn't explain it. But like... That the, how does the grandma find out about this? Because it seems like she's the leader, but did she start the cult? But it seemed like she did, because they had the, her like, like a um, a picture of her. She so was, she was the head leader. Yeah, that either means she was the head leader her whole life, or she started it, right? Because you're not gonna get a plaque unless you're one of those like very important people. But I guess like that comes down to the question: How does anyone start a cult? Mm-hmm. How does anyone actually believe that like a meteor has like Jesus Christ on it? One of the things I like and I really don't like at the same time is how they don't explain the cult like pretty much whatsoever. Because yeah. if you, again, we, I, I said this, but like if you can't tell, we have a lot of questions. There mm-hmm. are a lot of questions. We're trying to piece it together. You don't get answers for all of them. I think that that's good and bad because you don't get much of that anymore in movies like ambiguous. They like to explain everything. So it's nice to have something where we like... We this whole podcast has been about it. Like Empire Strikes Back, we couldn't talk that long about it. Even Shawshank Redemption, we couldn't talk that long about it. So it's like, when you have questions, it does make it a lot more fun to like just talk mm-hmm. about. But yeah, that's how the movie ends, and yeah. So anything else? No, that's pretty much it for me. You want to do a rating? I'd give it probably a nine out of ten. A hundred, John. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, I gave Shawshank 98. I'd give this one 96, 95. Um, well, I rated it a 4 out of 5, and I was trying to think what I'd do it yesterday, like what I would do. 4 out of 5 is, would be an 80. Um, I don't know. I'd probably give it like a 85, because I like the ambiguous part of it, but sometimes they're a bit too ambiguous, I think. Also, like I said earlier, one of my problems, biggest ones, was the amount of coincidences. I've been watching a lot of Christopher Nolan movies, and I realize now, like, 
how much better a movie can be when it has like no contrivances when like it's solid everything makes sense it's not like okay like one or two is fine right but this movie has it come up multiple times where the cult's plan would not have worked if just one little thing had changed their well, whole entire plan. I, what I was wondering, though, as well, though, is throughout the the throughout this family's entire life, they've been controlling every single little step they take, so they know exactly what they're going to do next. I guess, but they can't know that she's not going to open a book. They can't know that she's not going to, or the kid's not going to swerve to the left instead of the right. Well, there's this there's this thing where if you study people for long enough, you know you know their next move pretty much. I guess. I guess if their whole entire lives are dedicated to that but we see with like joanne they have like houses how you need to have a job to have a house and it's not like the devil can just give them money we don't or at least we don't know that so that's something they'd have to tell us to give us an answer so i think i just know i just think that there's too many contrivances for it to be you know like a perfect movie also i do think it drags a little bit at like like the middle mm-hmm. uh and also now Jack, on the spot, is going to pick what next week's movie is going to be. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Should I? Because I, I think I want to do something that I haven't seen. But then, like, what do I do? And, and, I, and something you haven't seen. Maybe I should just look at the movie poster. You want to go grab it? You yeah. could show the podcast this as well, then. Fair enough. This is a, you like scratch off the uh, gold and then there's like movies above it you can't really see. Now you can. So yeah, you just like, I just like asked Siri and then yeah, pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You've seen Shut Around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we should just kind of want to do uh um have you seen have you seen like all the like a good amount of tarantino stuff not i actually haven't seen a lot of tarantino you should watch Inglo- i've already seen it which is why i'm like thinking about it but inglorious bastards is so good because it's like the opposite of what we just watched mm-hmm. maybe you should maybe we'll do that all right next week's movie is going to be inglorious bastards by quentin tarantino john's first watch my second yeah, try not to get anything spoiled. It'll make it a lot more fun. Okay. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, Hereditary, really good movie. Mm-hmm. Nice to see it. It's, uh, I mean, maybe we can, or, oh, you know what we should do? What? October, let's do, like, like all like, horror movies. Each week a different type. Oh, yeah. That's, we'll that's do, like, cool. gore. We'll do classic. We'll do, like, thrasher. Yeah, all that stuff. So, October is going to be horror month, but it's not October, so that's unimportant right now. Uh, right now, since it is September, we're going to be doing a bunch of um, Indian movies. <laughs> Actually, there was an Indian movie I was going to watch. Wait, would, I, would I get canceled for saying that? No, no one watches this. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so, any, any other thoughts? Uh, that's it. All right, guys, so that's going to be podcast episode three. Um, this was one where we actually got to talk about the movie for most of the time. Not too much going on in terms of the world, so I guess we chose a good movie. 
This one, by the way, if you didn't know, was chosen by John. Yes. Yeah, a very good choice by him. Um, and with that being said, thank you for listening or watching or whatever you are doing, like how you're doing this. I don't know, whatever. Thank you for doing that, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.